This podcast is ready for a mature audience only. Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Hughes, where you will find the most hilarious, uncensored, entertaining, shenanigans! Woo! Hey, we back. We got another episode. Mm -hmm. My foot sleep. (laughs) Wake it up! I was sitting on it. Wake it up. Shake it out. Shake it, shake it, shake it. Okay. Sorry. So how's everyone been? The past three weeks. I think no. four, four. It's, been, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Three, I miss four. it though. I miss it. It's been a long time. I miss it. <laughs> four. I don't know. One of those things. So what have you guys been up to over these past three or four weeks or so? What? Oh, girl, yours is much more eventful. Let's go. I have, look, just getting rid of raggedy bitches. There we go. What do you mean? <laughs> well, I had this friend that I felt like was doing very sneaky things, and it was on multiple occasions, and it always pertained to, like, a guy. Anybody that was interested in me, her ass was right there, frumpy dumpy, and just being extra. So, had to, you know, go ahead and say something, and I wasn't, even when I said something, first of all, I refrained from even saying something for 72 hours. That is a long time. If you know me, that is a long time for me not to get smart, <laughs> pop off, shit like that. But, um, and even when I did say something, it wasn't in a rude way. I was still like, you know, I still want us to be friends. I'm just going to take a step back and it's not going to be as close as what it was. Person didn't like that. So, you know, whatever. We just aren't friends anymore. And I kind of don't care enough to even entertain it. Look, cleaning out house. Yep. That's what's up. Because that's what she's doing too. Huh? I am. I, <laughs> I did it. Done it. She blocked me from what I understand. Oh. When did that happen? What's today? Friday? Mm-hmm. She did that Wednesday. Wednesday. When she sent that message Oh, up. after she sent okay. I, From what I understand, she was giving us a grace period to respond to that message and if you didn't meet that expectation, she put us on block. So um, I got put on the block list and was not aware. But are you the only party. one that? No, it's me and another friend. Okay. Yeah. So cleaning out the house, y'all. <laughs> it's those stars that came together. And... They aligned. <laughs> I didn't block. I I did for maybe like ten minutes just because I was like, you know, if she responds, I don't because I'm going to pop at that point. I'm going to hurt her feelings. My question So is, I decided not to. What is the point of blocking? If I don't want to talk to your ass, <laughs> I'm just not going to talk to you. Like, why do we, as people, women, I don't know if other people can do or does do this, but what is the point of going through your list to put your friend who you used to talk to all the time on the block list, go on social media, block them. Like, what is the use? If I don't want to talk to you, I'm just not going to talk to you. I didn't say, let me delete you completely out of my life. Like, I don't want to know nothing about you because obviously you were a friend for a reason. We just don't see eye to eye anymore. So if you get engaged, I'm not going to be a hater. If I see the shit on my timeline, I'm still going to double tap for (laughs) like because I'm acknowledging. Congratulations. Like, I don't have nothing against you. So what is the point of us doing the whole most by blocking Maybe because they are afraid of the memories that went along with that. 
I told y'all I didn't block this time. This is something new for me. Normally, I'm a blocker. So what was your purpose in blocking back in your heydays? Just because I think at that point, I was still trying to protect a certain amount of peace. Oh. Um, because they all, everybody always comes back. It's not like, uh, and I just didn't want that opportunity of coming back. So, just well, let it alone. Homegirl out there, I don't know if you blocked me or not. I just been told I was not going to harm you any any disturbance in your life. I wish you all the well, and whenever you're ready to talk to me, I am here to talk. No, no beef. Nothing like that. It's not like that. I swear. Just because my I, friends don't mean you gave me as an enemy. I didn't like that. I was that. talking about you to your face. So, you know. Like, it ain't like that. Like, I don't got time for that. Like, Jessica, girl, I'm sorry. What's going on again? <laughs> <laughs> None of that. Just wanted to put a little PSA out there. Um, past three weeks, uh, I was chilling in Michigan for a little minute. Uh, I watched that fight that took place and I know nothing about boxing <laughs> so I was literally just like why do people find pleasure in in this like same to me. why they find pleasure in <laughs> hitting the ball with a bat dribbling the ball down the court it's <laughs> an opportunity but at least you for don't them get hurt <laughs> like, I don't you know. don't get that hurt you're, you're not deliberately yes, being do. punched in the face like I don't, know. I don't know but so I was lost that whole time watching that fight but mm, whatever um and then that week afterwards, um, that weekend when I dri- driven home or whatever, I got a call from a childhood friend's mom, and she was telling me this friend has cancer, and um, she had beat it years before, and it came back really aggressive last year. And um, at some point in time during her treatment, she just told her mom that she was ready to go home. So she decided to stop taking all the medicines, and we had like a homegoing celebration for her because she wanted it to happen before she actually passed so we did that that was pretty cool how does that happen like is that what i don't know is it awkward or it's it's not okay so at first it was like super sad because i'm like you could be gone tomorrow and it's like and then like as i'm getting out all these like childhood photos of us like doing random stuff i'm like oh this is like super sad but then at the end of the day when you go to her and you see her spirit that she's in and she's just tired she's worn out she doesn't want to do the treatments anymore and i I get it because it is a lot Mm -hmm. and so like i just that weighed heavy on me for a while right now she's doing okay she's in a lot of pain so she's on like tons of pain medication which Mm -hmm. causes her to like go in and out a lot so you might be talking to her and the next minute she has no idea what you're talking about um so that was pretty interesting to kind of deal with um outside of that my kid had his last baseball game or not baseball basketball game so that was pretty fun and now we're dealing with you know what to do for this coronavirus crap so that's Mm. about it let's see where would a virus too extreme i guess baseball season mm. i command you you keep him busy i have to i have no choice <laughs> i'm gonna say you keep him busy like what is it winter time basketball springtime baseball fall this time uh his basketball coach recruited him for football if we're still oh, around wow. for that so he'll be um doing football this fall unfortunately but are you ready for that can you manage to see no. your baby and knock around 
Well, he's a bigger kid, so, like... You're more scared of other kids. Yeah, and <laughs> because sometimes, like, he doesn't mean to, but sometimes he, like, when we're playing and we're roughhousing, like, he hurts me, and I'm like, kid, like, you don't know your own strength. So, like, it, it kind of bothers me to know that, like, you're going to be up next to this little itty-bitty tiny kid, and because of his last doctor's appointment, my kid is, is huge. Like, he's in the 97th percentile, which is up there for most kids his age like he's over what most kids his age actually are in size and so i'm like oh just don't hurt him because prone got time for that hopefully they sign so their waivers she's not the other way around gotcha yeah but outside of that he can hold his own so i'm not really worried about it <laughs> all right Yay. so it's nice. been a long three weeks has it been three weeks? Three I don't know. Four. I didn't go back and count, no. but it's, it's been one long. Of them. <laughs> three or four, I don't know. It has been long. It's been long. Oh. Well, we're here. We're here. We're back. We're and today we're going to talk to you about types versus preference, preferences, mm-hmm. and love languages. Ooh, what is that? We will see. <laughs> I was about to say, wait, right now? No, not right now. <laughs> we don't see. So what's the type? Um, Type, the sort of person or one's likes, why can't I read today? One likes or finds attractive. So any examples of types that one may like? Their type. Do you go for this type? Come on. Swat. What's her swatty? Go ahead. You sweetie in the back. Oh my God. But no, um, what do I find attractive? I feel like I find a slew of things attractive. Um, I mean, height is an height. <laughs> height is definitely number no number one is you need to have a job. Damn. You need to be employed. <laughs> Not saying that I have recently come into contact with that or anything, but you need to be employed. Um, that's number one. Number two would be height. I'm 5'2". You got to be 5'9 and up. You know, I wouldn't even... Okay, so at one point in time, height was like up there for me, but it's not really there for me at the moment. So I think my number two would have to be mental stability. Yeah. Ooh. Like in adulthood, you start yes. worrying about that mental. <laughs> yes. Because I ain't got time for no emotional breakdown. When you're young, you're like, oh, he has to have this. If you talk about the physical characteristics mm-hmm. versus what they can offer to you mm-hmm. on a mental level. I just got done doing this with um with the girl I was working with before I got here. And she was just giving me, he has to have this, he has to have that. And I'm like, what about. Mm-hmm. how he treats you or what about if he's working if he has a worth ethic to him like what about she's like i wasn't thinking about none of these things i'm like these are the things you need to be worried about <laughs> not what it looks like like yes we all love a dapper gentleman. yes we do but <laughs> but baby if you can't offer nothing you just good looks and nothing else mm-hmm. you is a waste of body Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just gonna bring the table. A waste of sperm and egg. Oh, she ain't gonna say the waste of sperm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, the waste of your mama. <laughs> <laughs> All the juices that they work with <laughs> to create you. <laughs> That's just all that passion. <laughs> Can we not go there? Okay. 
Yep. Oh, so. Who they put in hard work and you came out to be this? Worthless. Well, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's not a they that put in hard work. Sometimes it's just one person that puts in a lot of work. So I don't know if it's fair to say they in that situation. I'm talking about the physical work that was needed, not the, I'm just saying know, some the, people don't always put in work. That is also true. Just lay on your back and let them do all the work. <laughs> Yikes. And not to be out there or anything, but you know, sometimes turkey basters, like, Ooh. that happens too. Yeah, I have traffic folks. Y'all mamas is nasty. Um, Freak the Leaks. Them original Freak the Leaks. My mama name is in there. Let me shut up. <laughs> Don't let me go through the list. <laughs> me stop. I'm so well, glad my mom got a very virtuous name, very glorious name. <laughs> Girl. I ain't never called her name in nothing. Nothing too short. Nothing. Freaky Tales. Technically. Nothing. Hey, that's my song. Um, I love it too, but if your name is in there, it's shame for It's the second part of her name. It's not oh, her, so it's like, not her government. Book. Okay. She, she said. Her government she is, got a love in her. <laughs> But um, anyway, so and it's not no Laquisha, Laquisha, none of that. Don't. Mm-mm. What is it then? Don't tell me. <laughs> hey, you wanted to go through what is not. You didn't give a type for you, ma'am. We. Oh, oh, my type. Hmm. She don't know. I don't know, and it, no, it shows. No, and it's okay, like you it, know, because that that makes it you know yes. easier for you to mm-hmm. you know. Communicate with other people. And just because you have a job or height does not make she you said, a winner in that in that situation. Because we can height. That's what I said. Right. Well, <laughs> the height. Like just because you're tall and you have a job does not mean that you are going to be the winning candidate. Because if I can't hold a conversation with you either, like an intellectual conversation, I'm not going to talk to you. You have to be able to hold a conversation. That's, that's it. And it irks me when I feel like I'm having the same conversation with someone every day or we're not getting anywhere in our conversations. So you got to be able to hold that. Mental, I guess that's a preference. That's a preference. Mentally stimulated. Yeah, yeah, you have to mentally like, stimulate. I love somebody who can challenge me. Like I don't like I I don't think surface level with you all day long. But if, if you mm-hmm. can get me to think deeper into something, I'm going forward. What what was that laugh over there? Because <laughs> I I'm I have ADHD moments <laughs> and ADD moments, and there are these birds fighting outside the window. Oh Lord, close to me. <laughs> yeah, just 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 pull it down. Just pull it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't even pull it all the way. Just pull it right there. We good. You can't even look outside now. <laughs> Concentrate. Okay. So what's the, what's the type for you? She says she don't know. Never mind. Moving on to preference. She says multiple types. I do. And yeah. that's why if you scroll through anything I have, nobody has the same nothing. They all offer something different. So, Which is nice. So mm-hmm. preference. A Crazy. horse in every stable. Yeah, I don't know why I had to do that. Like it. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Preference. What's the definition? <laughs> Favor shown to one person or thing over another or others. Hmm. So, like, some men say they prefer to date Asian women or white women or... Like me, I prefer to date chocolate men. I love the melanin. Hey, I'm either... <laughs> Look. You can be chocolate. I will dive in Chocolate Cove. I will dabble in Carmel Creek. Does not matter. As long as you got that melanin. 
I love it. Chocolate Clover Caramel Creek. I'm that. What? Have you seen the, um, what is that show called on Netflix everybody's been Love talking about? Yes, have you seen it? I have not watched please, it. Please, ladies, please, please, please go and see it. Actually, I feel like that show kind of goes into this topic today. I watched it all, girl. But then, there's this girl on there. I forgot. Dang it, I can't think of nobody's name right now, but... Don't follow me for this. But then there's this girl. She's black. And um, she linked up with the white guy named Cameron. The one that rap. Yeah. And I hate how she says, it's a Cameron. Like, she tears his name all the way up. But I was like, I'm going to find me a Cameron out there somewhere. Like, maybe my guy's not what I want. Like, this is Tice versus preference is being open to what you find or what you think is what you want or what you think that you deserve. Like, maybe... It's out outside of your box and being more adventurous and going back to that show, it's kind of like they're dating dating these people based off of their um, conversation or their chemistry versus what they physically look like. So you think that you're going for this type or you're used to dating this type until you get revealed out the pod that is something completely different from what you normally connect with or think that you connect with. It's kind of like married at first sight, though, too, with, like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the experts match the people and, you know, whatever. But most of those fail. But uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm not about any of either of those. Please, check it out. I love social experience. Like, I feel like it would be fun, but I don't know. If you could take it as serious as marriage. Yeah. Because you're legally, like, married in that situation. Like, you actually, if it doesn't work out on that show, you have to get a divorce. Like, mm-hmm. that's on you. Can I ask what is so bad about that? Because with these shows, it's kind of like, well, with the love at first, what is it, love at first time? Yeah, yeah. That when they get married at the end of it, like they could choose, you know, to get married or they could choose to leave that person at the altar at the end of the day, you know, if they feel like that relationship didn't go anywhere. I'm like, is it me? Like, I would get married just to see if the shit works, and if the shit don't work, I would just get a divorce or an annulment. Like, well, oh. I mean, they get married that very first time they meet, so, I mean, there's no getting to know each other or anything like mm-hmm. that prior to then, so they, immediately, the first time she comes out the door is the very first time they see each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're actually signing those marriage certificates and documents, and then at the end of the eight weeks or whatever, that's when they go on with the experts, and they discuss what kind of happened in the marriage and if they're choosing to continue on to see what this marriage life is like or if, you know, they just were not compatible within those eight weeks. Because, I mean, there's all those studies out there that show, like, you know, people know whether or not they want to marry somebody within in, what, those the first, first four minutes or yeah. something like that. So, I mean, I, I don't mm. know if that's true or not. But I haven't experienced it yet. That's how I know I have not found my one necessarily. <laughs> like I'm a getting, I'm a get to know you kind of person. So mm. that would not work for me. I'd be like, the fuck you think I'm about to do? So you tell me you wouldn't do it? Nope. Not out of curiosity? Nope. Not about that life. I'm cat. about to, I'm about to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm glad you caught all like, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm about a lot of lives, but not that one, though. Curiosity couldn't kill that cat. All right. At all. All right. Nope. No, sir, no, ma'am. I think just due to this, the person that I am. I think I would try it. Like, just I can see you trying it. It's like, eh, why not? The shit don't work. The shit don't work. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, we tried, right? <laughs> Nothing hard. <right? laughs> okay. Yeah. 
I'm sorry. I'll root you on from the other side of the TV. Go ahead, girl. No, you're going to be right there. Mm-mm, you ain't put me in that. Uh-huh. No, did life. you not see what? Well, this episode, this season, they had um, two people got married, and one of the friends that was there, he ended up texting the friend from the mar- from the, the ceremony. So, uh-huh. I'm not in that. Nope. Can't do it. Oh, sorry. Wow. But that is, like, a cool thought, because I even started, there's a new show on Bravo. Um, I forgot what it's called, but it's with Indian families and you know they have arranged marriages and I was like let's like think about if we had arranged marriages like you literally had to marry the person that your parents picked for you and one of the mothers on there she was like I had a three hours conversation with my husband the first time we met 10 minutes later we were engaged because our parents said that that's what would you trust your mama to pick yours I don't know if y'all can see that. <laughs> um, um, no. Okay. I love her dearly. I think she kind of knows what I like, but no. Um, cause she has tried before and girl, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> would you trust your mom to pick someone out for you? I, I actually think that I would because my mom knows me pretty well. A lot of times she knows when I'm upset prior to me even, like, saying anything to her. Like, I could just be, like, out and about in the world, and she'll call me. She'll be like, are you okay? Like, I just said something's <laughs> off with you. And, like, so she knows me pretty well. She knows what I like. She knows, like, she knows how I can be in certain situations and things like that, too. So I think my mom would actually do a pretty good job of picking someone out for okay. me. Okay. Hmm. For me... Uh, I feel like me and my mom actually have the same type, which I find disgusting in times. I do, because I'm like, ugh. Like, at first I used to be like, why did you choose him to, ugh. Like, why? But now as I'm getting older, I'm just like, ugh. Yeah, starting to rub mm-hmm. off on me. We'll be sitting there on the same man. And I'm like, same. And that's the thing, you know, because a lot of times they say, like, daughters tend to choose, like, who their fathers are. Like, you know, like, people ugh. who are similar to their dad. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's the crazy part about it is like it's true. And then, but here's where the downer goes. Far as like mentally connection, I don't think that she would do a good job with that. Like physical, I'll be all over it. But mental wise, I don't think she could do it because she thinks that I play too much and I'm mm-hmm. like she thinks that I'm. I'm yeah, she tells me all the time, act with you at your age, not your shoe size. I don't Ooh. care. I don't care. I still do me. So. <laughs> I think it's more of a control thing for me, which is why I wouldn't trust her picking somebody for me because I want to pick my own person. Like, Mm -hmm. let me make my own decisions, my own mistakes. If it's a mistake, you know, I want that control. Okay. That's probably why. But she she can pick some. I just, I just be like, girl, no, let me do it myself. No. Don't need your help. Okay. She, I just (laughs) like, okay. I got that number for you. Oh, she she's she done, done that before multiple times. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> like when oh. I first moved into the house, yes, she has. Oh, tell me, please. I did not know this. She was like, "Oh, this guy at the Xfinity store is so cute. I gave him your number. I got a picture of him, and she sent me the picture. He was cute." But I'm like, "Girl, no." She was like, "Oh, wait, he got like four kids." Oh, she didn't, they ain't sure do the proper research. Okay. Never mind. 
So, like, she she's capable, but I'm just like, let me, let me, just let me. Which kind of goes into preferences, too, because we know that you two have preferences with how many children someone has. Man. So. Yeah, that's a right Because I want four of my own. You can't already have four kids. Now I'm thinking about future finances and... Uh. Is this shoe not, like, a goal of your control? Yep. Oh, shit, she want to... Control everything, y'all. Good luck. Good <laughs> luck to the next thing, though. I've noticed that it's like it's it's. A and you know thing. what? I'll say this, just coming from like that same kind of mindset. Like mm-hmm. as you get older, that changes. It like, does. It's not something that you're just like concrete with. Like it changes day, when it, you get it, older, Diana. It does. She's like, five years older than me. I'm here. We got time. But, you know, exactly. <laughs> like, it does because you know being in that mindset at 24, 25, I was like. I ain't fooling nobody that has kids. Like, like at that point, I was just like, I don't want kids myself at that point. But then, you know, like, as that life happens, you're like, oh, all right. This isn't as bad as what it seems. And then it also just kind of goes with the maturity level of the man in that situation, too. So, you know, as you get older and you age and certain males age, like, those mindsets change. So everybody kind of changes throughout the time. Okay. So, um. Going back to the topic at hands, types and preferences, would you be willing to? I think you you said that you actually have budged on your type, your mm-hmm. list of types, and you actually found someone who you are actually serious with at this current moment. So obviously, like, would you, Diana, be willing to budge on your types and preferences in hopes to find someone who is actually meant to be for you? Now, behind the scenes, y'all know damn well I have. <laughs> no, my homegirl here got a thing for the crazies. Everybody that I've heard about, sorry y'all, y'all got a hint of crazy to you. If I could find her a chill guy with no nothing going on, I know everybody got something going on, but just, just yes, I don't. I need to. I don't it. have a thing for the crazies. That's just what comes to me, and I'll be like, why? What do you for what? You attract what you are. That's what they say. <laughs> That's not what they say. They say that you attract, like, depending on your healing factors, you attract that healing. No, I'm not coming for you. you Although, are, you, you do know you be having your moments. I don't even care. You have your moments. And she has called me a fixer here recently. And that's basically what Jessica said. And I don't. I don't always want to be in that place of fixing. Like, I, yes, I can help build you because that's what you're supposed to do for your partner. But I can't, that can't be a constant. Like, at some point, you got to have your own confidence because I have my own confidence. But um, I have budged on it. And I have been budging on it. Like, mm-hmm. I say I don't want someone that has X amount of kids, but currently dating someone that has three. Mm-hmm. And he ain't the tallest in the world. Like, he's taller than me, mm-hmm. but he ain't what I normally would go for. Okay. So I've budged on it. That's why I said behind the scenes, yeah, you know damn well. Hey. I have. Hey. <laughs> and as far as being like the fixer thing, like, you know, you also have to, sometimes it comes as like a, a red flag too when someone comes into your, your line of sight or your path and they don't need any fixing. So then you're thinking, oh my gosh, like what's really it's wrong with you? So you gotta, <laughs> mm-hmm. something's wrong. And then at the same time, when they try to enhance your life, you're like, oh my gosh, what is really wrong with you? Like, <laughs> This self-sabotage. Yeah, and so, like, mm-hmm. you know, as me used to being a fixer, like, 
I had to become okay with that. And I found that I caused a lot of my own wars because I was not willing to give up some of that control. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things where in those situations where you constantly feel like you need to be in control. Like I, at one point in time in life, like up until like here recently felt like I need to be in control a hundred percent of the time. Like I have to know everything down to the, to the bottom detail. And at this point it's like, okay, it's cool, which comes into the thing of trust a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. I can trust you to, you know, let my guard down and take some of this control away mm-hmm. from me. Like, and that comes with, you know, kind of learning to be submissive a little bit. So, Ooh, which word. is hard. But, I mean, you have to decide, like, are you actually going to trust this person to do that? And as a fixer, that's hard because you're like, I'm always fixing everybody's mistakes. And I don't want to have to fix this mistake that you're putting yeah, on I find me. it kind of funny because I had a conversation with a coworker this morning while I was in the office. And... We were saying how it's so odd to listen to the people who we date because we instantly go into like that social work mode. Mm-hmm. Like we do everything and I've, I had to stop, especially with this guy that I'm talking to currently, it's kind of like stop trying to shut up stop trying to like figure people out because i feel like in our job we just go in like trying to figure people out like what's wrong with you like what's good and then when we don't get the what's wrong with you when we don't get that answer we just go like deep into something has to be wrong like Mm -hmm. there has to be some drama here and she's in the assessment part so she's like yeah so i'll just start asking some of my assessment questions like i'm like please don't do that but she's like it's just when you date it's exhausting because you just kind of go into that mode instantly and that's why getting to know a person for x amount of time is so important just so you don't immediately go into the well what's wrong with you no Mm -hmm. sit and have conversations normal conversations along with telling them about yourself and then in that comfort of you telling them they should feel comfortable enough to tell you. That's why it's so important to take that time to know who it is that you're dealing with because when you hop right into something, you get married and then you in some shit and you like, oh. Where did this come from? <laughs> example, Kenya Moore. You see how her situation with her husband's playing out? Yeah. Terrible. Portia Williams and Dennis. That was Are they a, still trying to do this? They're still together right now, but they that was a rush situation as well. And what happened? She's pregnant and he cheated. So take that time to heal yourself, know yourself, then get to try and know someone else. Right. I get, I get you. I get you. I got it. So, um... So we definitely just, I think we, we all agree, all, girl, all type of stuff. So, but I feel like we, we said that we kind of budged in the area to kind of find what we would. So I guess my question to us is, why do we create these lists? Like, where does this list come from? Why do we feel like we need this guy to, this particular guy to feel complete and whole? Like, I don't know. I'm going to say I have kind of, like, two answers for that. Mm-hmm. So, like, back in the day, like, young Jessica, uh, I think it all went into, like, the play of, like, social media in an image. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all hear these images of what you should like, and they're always portrayed in the music videos, and this is what, you know, greatness looks like, and this is what's going to do you well in life, and all that, when that's not really accurate. Um, and then, as far as now, though, like, I... I look up to my parents, and so I, I really look up to my dad, and those qualities and traits that he has mm-hmm. are what I look for in a mate, because I see, like, all the great things that he did. My dad is, like, the most patient person on earth. I have zero patience, and so I need somebody that 
has that patience. And if you don't have that patience, then it's not going to work out. Um, and then I just think that seeing, I'm, I'm kind of like my mom, but then I'm not really like my mom, but just seeing how they, they gel together. I think that's kind of what kind of tilted me towards my types and preferences as of now. But back in the day, it was more of like media and images and things like that. Okay. I get that. What about you, Miss Diana? I agree. What she said, you agree. Okay, um, I'm actually going to add something to that. I feel like my list kind of came from um, my family expectations. Because um, I have a very hard family, and I'm currently learning to, like, everybody's going to have something negative to say about somebody you bring mm-hmm. home. Like, it's always going to be an issue. And I always used to think about, like, if I can't bring you home, there is no sense of me doing this. So it's kind of like in the back of my head. Like, my mom is my... That is my partner. Like, I'll do everything with her. So it's kind of like if you can't please her, if she sees something within you that's wrong, then you're not passing with me. So that I will often try to do things based off of, okay, she would think this, she would think this, she would think that. And at the end of the day, that was not my list. That was Mm -hmm. her list. Mm -hmm. So definitely taking other people's considerations into what looks good, what's the image that we want to portray. And have you ever had, like, that conversation with your mom about, like, have I had yeah. this conversation with her? Oh, we, we're a different type of people. <laughs> well, <laughs> but um, I feel like she, actually, my sister told me, she's like, you're a pretty hard person. So if you bring home somebody, like, it must be somebody worthy of bringing home because you just don't do that. You're very hard to please. And I feel like she believes that, too. And she'll always just say, don't bring home no goddamn mess. Don't bring home no mess. Like, I don't care what you do. Just don't bring home no mess. Like, just don't <laughs> she'll say. So as long as you're not mess, you stand the chance. So, but I. Like I said, like this is a battle that I'm currently going through, especially trying to date more seriously and dating with the purpose now versus just to do it. So trying to find that equal balance of what putting first, what do I want, what do I expect, and then kind of following through with the expectations of how you treat my family, I guess. So yeah. I get that because that, that's definitely been like a conversation in my house, you know, as we were growing up. There's three girls in my house. Uh, I have two sisters. And um, growing up, my mom always, you know, encouraged us to bring people home for them to meet or whatever. Just because, you know, I I am mixed. My mom is white. My dad is black. And when my parents started dating, um, my dad wasn't accepted by her family. Mm-hmm. So they, her parents never got to meet my dad. Um. And so that's something that she always told us was like, we want to meet who whoever you know you're dating or whatever because we don't want you to feel like it's something that you can't do because my mom talked about like how hard it was for her to not be able to bring my dad around and then you know for them to kind of have they never showed us like me me and my middle sister have the same parents and my oldest sister she has a different dad mm-hmm. so they never her mom never like or dad never did anything like bad or spoke bad about me or or my middle sister but you could definitely tell that there was like a division with the way that and things that they would do for my oldest sister compared to me and my middle sister. So that's just something that we've always talked about in our house as far as like dating and stuff like that is we want to meet because we don't want you to feel like bad or horrible or anything like that about people you, you like. Types and preferences. So um, being disrespectful with. I guess this kind of goes into what you were just talking about is that being disrespectful with your type and preference. 
what draws the line? Where where do you put your finger up and say, now you're just being disrespectful? Because I feel like within the black community, I don't know if we do it heavy like we used to. Like it just became one of those things like, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> sorry. But it's kind of like you're just being disrespectful at this point. Because I think Kodak Black was like, I don't want no black females. They all look like roaches. Like it was something always, it's a negative stigma attached to a certain type of person or a certain race group of people so i can't talk today but like where does it draw the line like what what does it for you or what final thoughts do you have to say in regards to types and preferences i just say be open to molding and changing your your types and preferences because as you as you age and as you know things go on if you continue to date the same exact type and preference, then you're never going to really find what you want because clearly it hasn't worked before. So why are we consistently staying in the same pattern? You have to adventure adventure out and find out what's actually going to work for you. So, um, and as far as like the whole disrespect thing, like I just keep your comments to yourself. Yeah. Keep comments to yourself. Keep pushing. Like if I'm not what you want in life, by all means, there's the door. That's my thing. Like, if you don't find me attractive, that is fine. Like, you don't have to verbally communicate. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what, fine. What's wrong with my color? Blah, blah, blah. I get that all the time. Like, oh, you're a mixed breed. You're a mixed breed. I'm not a dog, for one. So, don't do not do that. Like, that's just not even cool. <laughs> and then the whole, you know, I don't really find it offensive or anything. Because sometimes, like, certain situations, it's funny. But, you know, I always get the, oh, you're a light bright. You're a light bright. Like, you're like the color yellow. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. That's that's what's up. That's my thing. It's like you bring these things up and I'm like, okay. Oh, you chocolate. You a you a Hershey. Um, I'm like, I think I've lived with this. That's what I was gonna say. Like, like, I think I'm pretty aware of what I am. So what about it? Like you brought this up to say what? Exactly. <laughs> like if you we gonna exchange numbers, we gonna talk, we not. Okay, all right, go on now. Like I don't need you to bring up something I'm very aware of. <laughs> so yeah, that's my thing. It's like me, like people think that I have a type or I have like these strong I really don't like as long as we can mesh well, I don't care what color you are. I love me a chocolate man. Not don't get me wrong now. I I'm love a beautiful him. chocolate man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like, I love it. I love it. But at the end of the day, I'm not blocking everybody that comes my way that doesn't meet that standard. Like, I, you can date who you date, still find a lot of things attractive at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So don't block your blessings. I think that goes into the blocking your blessings kind of um, episode. Just be happy. Live. Learn. Grow. Don't stay in this one-dimensional world where... This is what it's supposed to be, and this is how it has to be. It is not. More like, like, chances are, no, it's not. So, venture off. If you're thinking about going into another race, go date into another race. I mean, you, you, just you don't say have you try be, it. Yeah, you just don't have to be disrespectful for, to towards another ethnicity or race of people in that, like, that's the thing that bothers me. Like, you don't have to say, I date white women mm-hmm. because black women did this. No. Like, first of all, not we're all not alike. And if you're a black man, your mama bought you. So, you forgot about her? You forgot about the way that birthed you? Like, come on now. And if your mom isn't like that, then what makes you think that all black women are this way? 
So just don't be disrespectful with it. Like, I know I said I like for my guy to be taller or I would prefer a black man. That doesn't mean I'm going to be rude to a Hispanic man if he were to hit on me. No, if I found him attractive or I feel like we have a decent conversation, then it's going to continue. It just depends on how we vibe. Like, but you don't have to speak negatively of another group of people just to Make say that you, yeah, that's, it's not that deep. Like nine times out of 10, nobody wants you anyway. And but. I'm also going to apply, did you have something to say? Mm-hmm. Sorry? I'm also going to apply this to women because I feel like going to this black and white thing, if a black man see us with a white man or anything, oh, we're not good enough. Oh, we this, oh, we that, or oh, she this, oh, she that. No, that has nothing to do with nothing. Mm-hmm. And I have to check some friends on this sometimes where a black man will be seen with a white woman and you and she has something negative to say about that situation. I'm like, leave that situation alone. Like, at the end of the day, you get to date who you want to date mm-hmm. and that man should be allowed to date who he wants to date. As long as he's not disrespecting you, why do we care? And I mean, it goes for black women that date white <clears throat> men too. Just because you are dating white men does not mean that you have to speak down on a black man, a Hispanic man, an Asian man, a Arabian man, anything. You don't have to speak neg- negatively of other groups of men just because this is what you prefer to date. And even on top of that, be aware of when you're saying these things and who's around when you're saying these things because, you know, growing up with two different race- races of parents, like, there'd be multiple times when we'd be out having dinner or out at the store and you would always hear like these negative comments about, Oh, well, there's just another black man with a white woman. I was right there. Like I could hear all of these negative comments. So how do you think that makes a child feel in that thing? And then also what are you teaching your children? You're teaching them that, you know, racism is real. So yeah. it's a sad thing. At the end of the day, quit, quit the BS, be open. to if you are interested in love, be interested fully, not halfway. Invest out, date out, and don't talk negatively of others who are actually willing to take that chance to date outside of their race. So, I think that's all we got to say about yeah, types and preferences. I mean, yeah. it lasted longer than what we wanted it to, but it's all I think good. We, went on some rant about some <laughs> we other did. Stuff, we did. We apologize. That intro was kind of long. We were talking about raggedy friends and whatnot. I'm sorry. So. I just wanted to let them know, like, it's all out of love. Like, it's nothing big. But uh, next topic is going to be love languages. So if you don't know what the love languages are, they are words of affirmation, acts of service, quality time, um, giving gifts, and physical touch. And there's a book that goes along with this. It's by, I think his name is Gary Chapman. Um, it's actually a pretty cool book if you read it. Uh, there's a lot of cool information in it, too. So so with that being said, why, what do, what is it? Let's ask that. Love languages are pretty much how you, be, you okay, so. In, how you would like to receive love. Right. And yeah. so in this book, it. The way he explains it is that everyone has an emotional love tank and the way you feel that emotional love tank is through these is using these love languages or your partner using these love languages for you. Um, So that is what your love language is and what your goal is, is to fill your love tank. So, uh, yeah. So when we define each one, how do we like one is the physical touch. So that's the so one. It's, when you define these things, 
if you read the book, it's actually kind of hard because yes, there's five, but within those five, there's also oh, there's, subcategories. I did not know that. Yeah. So like, um, what's the first one? The first one is so words of affirmation. So it says verbal com- uh, compliments that express your love and appreciation. And it tells you to express it by brag to others or randomly text your your partner or your spouse. Just random things that are positive or things that you love about them. Um, and it says, after a conflict, speak words that build security and uh, initiate a sincere apology. Um, so, so with like the words of affirmation... Um, for someone's love language that is that, in order to fill their love tank, their partner needs to just like speak great things about them, you know, give them compliments, um, not even just that, like brag to your friends or her parents or his parents about, you know, all the great things that this person has done or something like that. The next one is acts of service. Um, any act that eases the burden of responsibility how to express it, washing the dishes, taking out the trash, or just running errands, go to the grocery store, things like that. Um, after a conflict, it says, make behavior changes uh, requested through conflict. So, basically, just trying to do things that will help ease the tension when after an argument or disagreement. Um, the best one I actually received, and this is how I actually understood it, it's like, you're white, like you're married. And you have a family, and normally the wife has her normal duties, and it's just like randomly the husband will come in and kind of help out with the kids, mm-hmm. like take out the trash without her telling you, or helping her bathe the kids without you know before without she can having get to an it. Ask. Yeah. So it's kind of like eating the eating, eating, <laughs> easing the burden off of your partner from her or his normal tasks that he or she would normally do. The next one is quality time. Focus on undivided attention spent together. Um, how to express, turn off electronics, go for a walk, plan date nights, start a hobby together. Um, after a conflict, make eye contact, active listening with empathy, and don't interrupt. This is one of the ones that has several um, subcategories in it as well. So with, with quality time, it's not necessarily a time piece to it all the time sometimes it's quality conversation so you don't necessarily have to be sitting with the person in the same room or anything like that you could be texting or on the phone and having a quality conversation that would actually fill their love tank on this one um so that's one of the sub topics of that one i wonder if it's just revised over time because yeah because he goes in and he it's literally like 10 pages on each of the different love Mm -hmm. languages in there and it goes through like all these different do this and do this and do this. So, yeah. Um, giving gifts or receiving gifts. Um, tangible symbols. Basically materialism. Um, hey, don't shame one who loves to receive material gifts for love. <laughs> I can't judge that woman or man. I can't. Like, do what you do. If that's how you receive love, then that's on you. But, you know, that's basically what it is. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be a gift. Buying food, like yeah, I think if they like like made you something to give Mm -hmm. to you, Mm -hmm. like so it says make birthday and anniversary and special occasion cards and favorite treats and things like that. After a conflict, it says give a small token of your love and appreciation with an apology note. 
The last one is physical touch, a non-sexual touch that reinforces your presence. So like hugs, kisses, gentle touching, stroke of the hair, face, things like that. Massages um, that normally leads to, leads to the, the shenanigans. Yep. But you know. <laughs> I thought that's where you sleep to. You just stroke it. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, we just going to go okay. straight forward. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not what I mean. Uh, um, so after a conflict, it says hold each other without saying a word, cuddle, and be together in bed. So, mm-hmm. so after listening to these lists, we've all pretty much took this quiz beforehand a long time ago. I was actually thinking as I was sitting here, I was like, I probably would need to take this test again to see mm-hmm. if I've changed any. It would shock me if I did. Well, they say most of the time after you've taken it the first time, it'll never change again oh. because it's all kind of based on your childhood. Oh. So, can we go into consistent. that? Because I've seen the meme that says that your love language is the things that you did not receive as a child. I and I do not agree with that. I don't agree with that at all because I spent a lot of time with my mom and my aunt, my uncle, and my grandmother, which is why I like them my people I love them dearly mm-hmm. not to say that I don't love my dad's side of the family too because I do love them as well but that's where I spent primarily of my time so when I am with them that is when I do feel the most love because that was my safety net that's who I am used to and that's how he explains it in the book too it has nothing to do with what you've missed out or what you didn't okay. receive as a child it's what you were used to so how you were shown love as a child was People may have brought you gifts all the time. So, you know, then that made you feel like, oh, like I got something. So now yeah. I feel good. Like, you know, so. Because, yeah, cause I just had a friend is. who was like, uh, man, what did he say? Because the touchy part is not top on my list. Like, it's one of the fewer things, actually. And he was like, what does that mean for you? Like, how do you go without life without being like being hugged or kissed? Like that's weird. Like that's weird. And I was like, it's not weird. It's kind of just like how I was raised in a way. It's like we weren't a very affectionate family, but we showed our love in other ways. And I just found it kind of interesting that the ways that we did love is the things that are top on my list. So actually being there for your person mm-hmm. and spending time because I have a family who's very we're we're, we're close. But we're not that close. But when we do need each other, it's kind of like, boom, we're there. So for him to say, like, you're weird. Like, I never, like, no. Like, we rarely do any of those touchy-feeling type of love. Like, that is not what we do. But And this is why it's important to get to know the person that you're dealing with. Just so you can know what one likes over the other and y'all can have that understanding. So it, the, the more you explain it to him, he probably viewed it as less odd, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, we did all take the quiz and we will let you guys know where you can find the quiz. Um, so you can take it as well. But Aaliyah, do you want to tell yours? Um, I can, do you want me to just to tell you the top two or just how we'll I just go through it? Okay. Um, well, I received the nine is acts of service. I am one of the uh, people that actually do a lot in my life. So when somebody says, oh, I'll do this for you or you don't have to do that. I do appreciate those types of things. Um, six is quality time because I am so busy. So when I do get to be with my partner, I actually love being with that person and spending time. Six is receiving gifts because I love gifts. And five is words of affirmation. <clears throat> and four is physical touch. I'm sorry. I'm one of those people that don't like to be sitting there cuddled up and like laying up on top of each other. Like, get the hell off of me. Like, I'm good. I know you're here. I know you love me. So that's how I did. 
Next. Um, for mine, uh, I scored an 11 with quality time, an 8 with physical touch, a 7 with words of affirmation, a 4 with acts of service, and a 0 for receiving gifts. But I just want to point out that just because, like, my top is quality time doesn't mean that you need to neglect the rest of the list. Like, you have mm-hmm. to – It's that's just how I – I receive it the most, but these other things also help. So don't just put people in a box and say, oh, your top one is quality time. So let me spend 24, seven, 25 with you. No, I still need for you to meet my other needs as well. So don't just because I scored a zero in receiving gifts doesn't mean that you can neglect that. And, you know, not send me random flowers or, you know, do random things for me. Like mm-hmm. pay attention to all of them. Don't just focus on that top tier. Nah, it's too much work. <laughs> I just want to give you what you need. <laughs> you got what you need the, the most. <laughs> well, my first one, I scored an 11 in quality time. Um, like Jessica said, uh, don't just think that that's how I'm always, how I always like to receive love. That's just how I enjoy it the most. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that fills me the most. Um, and it's not even necessarily saying that we have to be out doing something like I'm not saying I always want to be in the house either but you could be playing a game or in the shower or something as long as you're here and we are in like the same vicinity and I can still feel your vibe and your energy I'm going to enjoy that Mm -hmm. because even on the little thing the definitions that I just read and it's like avoiding electronics no man I want to watch tv (laughs) Or I'm still going to be on my phone playing my game, but you're here with me. You're sitting next to me. This is still us spending quality time. That's how I view it. Yeah. Um, my second one is acts of service. I prefer to just do everything myself just because, and I feel like everybody's like that in a way. Mm-hmm. I prefer to do everything myself just because I know I'm getting done. But I like when people do things for me without asking too. So, um. Physical touch, I got a six. I'm a cuddler. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> um, sometimes. Not all the time. But sometimes I like to be, you know, all hugged up and doing cutesy little things. So, underneath all of this, you know. That hard mm-hmm. exterior, there's a there's Yeah, a if I like you, there. I'm a, yeah. <laughs> if I like you enough, I'm, I'll be a, a teddy bear. For you. Choose your small spoon, everybody. <laughs> five is words of affirmation. Um, well, I scored a five in words of affirmation. I like hearing words of affirmation, but like I said, I have my own confidence and I know I'm doing a damn thing in my life. So you don't need I don't necessarily <laughs> need you to tell me, but I appreciate the compliments. Because you notice. Yeah. And and I actually need to work on giving those too I've been told not by who I'm dating but somebody in my past was like you need to learn how to start complimenting people and I'm like, but <laughs> since then I have done it so I I'm How's working, working on it. out for you it's going really well and because it's high up on his love language list I'm like oh I'm actually doing what you oh well like, that. that works out so yeah <laughs> um I scored a one in receiving gifts I'm not like you can give me a gift, and I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to appreciate it, but I'm not, like, you got to buy me something every time. Like, I'm not even a, you pay for the whole date. Like, if we go to dinner, I'm paying for a movie. Like, mm-hmm. we going to split this. 
I also want to put this out there too. Knowing your partner's love language can also do some damage as well. So be careful and really? don't use your love la- their love languages against them. Yeah, because I mean, if you know that my love language is quality time, by you not giving me that quality time, that's hurting me. Uh, so like, don't if you get mad at somebody, don't use this against them. And that that's a big point because that's the manipulators. You gotta watch. Them <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of like everybody though, because you know, like even with that, like if you say you know your partner's is words of affirmation and you know that and they make you mad or something so you just don't talk to them or say anything to them all day that's hurting their love tank like that's emptying their love tank so you just have to be aware and not use these things against people if you know what they are that's true um and that goes into the next thing of having your partner take the test so um when i first decided that i wanted to try and like date date i was i had them the guys that I did mentally talk to mm-hmm. or whatever I had them take the love language quiz just because I want to know um what those are and I'm not a malicious person so I wouldn't necessarily use it against you mm-hmm. anyway but not everybody thinks like that as you can see because I wouldn't even thought to bring that up so um also you came up with Jessica mm-hmm. what no I'm talking uh, about wouldn't have thought to bring up the using love languages uh, against against somebody okay. someone like I, I wouldn't was like, have thought of that <laughs> like, no, like I wouldn't have thought of bringing up like let me use your love language against you let me mm-hmm. you know pull myself away from you because I know you enjoy quality time like I wouldn't have thought about that but um just because I wanted to <laughs> just because uh-huh. I wanted to know like how what do you appreciate so I can make sure I'm doing my end and then you know mine just so you know how to do your mm-hmm. end and what I value I had to explain that to um, a friend because I just had him do it he was so you telling me that these are the things that you want so all this other stuff don't matter to you and I was like no no he's like well does it no see because his because he's a very touchy-feely person which I knew he would score high on that area I knew he would score high on that area, so I was just like, huh, as predicted, you know, you like to touch and feel and all that other stuff. He was like, he started laughing, and he was like, so was there something wrong with that? Is there a problem with that? Is is that going to tell us that we can't have a chance with each other? I was like, no, it just lets me know what you appreciate in a relationship. A relationship is a two-way street, street. like – I have to give. I'm just knowing exactly how you receive yours and you're learning how I receive mine. So it's kind of like, let's just take down a barrier and let's talk about it. So if you ask me, I use this as a barrier breaker because without us having to kind of figure things out, we're taking this test and we're discussing it right here with each other. Now, I do appreciate one of y'all. I think it was both of y'all. One day, because y'all brought it to my attention, oh, like, we you should so have, much. yeah, and he's and like, y'all, you should have somebody do this, and I was like, that's so quirky, they're not gonna do this, because I had, I just thought it was so cliche, and I'm not gonna lie to you, it's, it's a little time consuming, how many questions is it? Uh, it is a lot of questions, but if you, <clears throat> it's, I, it's fun questions. The reason questions. why I started doing it was because I, I genuinely want to know. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm not interested, like, really interested in you, I'm not gonna have you take it, because I don't really see it going to the point where I want to build with you Mm -hmm. or trying to explore a relationship with you. So I only sent it to people I saw potential Mm -hmm. in, which is why I suggested like send it out just to see what you get. 
Then and if they are interested in you and see the same on their end you for you, then, have in common or... then they will take it and then you can have that discussion. So it's kind of like, you know, don't pour into someone that's not pouring into you. I get it. So, and on top of that, don't always point out, hey, I'm using your love language. Just, uh, just do it. Anybody like, with real social skills wouldn't point that out anyway. You'll be amazed. You, you, guys are dumb. We're just going to put that out there. And they're real special. They, yeah. Oh, look at me using your love language. Okay. You're not mad at me no more. You, First of all, I'll give you love. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? So, yeah, just don't do that. But I'm yeah. talking to you right now. What? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think it's important, and I, I think it's important that if you find this information valuable, that you read the book too. I, I originally read the book back in college for a psych class that I took, um, but then I reread it a couple of weeks ago, and um, I picked up some different stuff that time than I did the initial time that I read it. Um, and he has a lot of good points about how people conversate and stuff like that in there too. Like he has a concept of the babbling brook in the Dead Sea, um, and in most relationships. There's one of each. And, you know, I looked at my relationship and picked out which one I was. And in my relationship, I'm the Dead Sea and he's the babbling brook. So the Dead Sea is the one that just kind of like has all these thoughts and feelings and emotions, but it just sits there. And when that Dead Sea is ready to release, then that's when it sends whatever it needs to send on out. But the babbling brook is the one that's always talking, always telling like, you know, their needs, their wants, their their desires and all that stuff. So it's like a constant message being sent to that person. Um, so with the Dead Sea, you're more like your partner is more of a guesser. Whereas if you are the babbling brook, then your partner kind of knows what you always need. So my thing is, I'm the Dead Sea, he's the babbling brook, and it just kind of works. Yeah. I'm definitely a babbling brook. <laughs> Let's make it clear. I This is what I want. So, because I don't like to waste my time. Hey. But there, there's always going to be one of each in a relationship. So it's kind of, and like the babbling brook also has to understand that the Dead Sea just had, you have to wait for the moment for the Dead Sea to be ready to move. So mm-hmm. check that one out. I haven't yeah. heard of that. So I'm going to go ahead and float in the wind with my babbling brook <laughs> while you figure it out. <laughs> okay. And it's not I'm still going to be here. <laughs> it's not necessarily I'm figuring it out. <laughs> it's just waiting for that opportune time to have that conversation because sometimes like, you know, a certain feeling isn't important at the moment. So it's like, I'm going to wait till something's important. And I'm actually, because if, if you cry wolf every single time, then when you actually need it, then it's not going to be available or there. So I'm just more of like the, let me sit back and wait until I actually need this. Okay. So I'm checking it out. So you can find this quiz at five, the number five, lovelanguages.com. Um, like we said, it's lengthy. It is. It is. But it's not, it's not bad. If you can, give out a good five minutes to get it done and basically all you're choosing is, is between two choices which you would like to receive over another like and it you gives just, you a little scenario yeah and you just choose it and then from there i screenshot mine and i <laughs> and i keep it in my gallery and i refer to it often to remind myself what I, my expectations are and if like I said I'm still going to go ahead and do it to still see if it comes up the same because I actually feel like I've changed I don't know how but I feel like I've changed so I'm going to go back and do it again and, and don't, don't oh, go ahead. Go ahead. 
there's multiple versions of this too. So there's oh, a yeah. version for the couples and there's a version for singles. for singles. And then there's also a version that's on there for you to do for your kids too, if you guys have kids. Do it. Um, so it's pretty cool. Um, he has books for all those things that you can go out and get too. So. Can I? I'm sorry. So. I want to emphasize for parents to do it with their children who are of age who can answer those questions. Mm-hmm. And or if you can articulate the questions where they can understand it. Because I haven't done it yet, but I think it has to do with pictures. Okay, so they only do with pictures too. I think. think. All I saw was the verbal one, but I encourage my families that I work with all the time to have of age children to go ahead and do that because it just teaches. It makes parenting so much more easier. It shows you how you can bribe your kids. There's a teen one too. Oh, well, it just shows you how you can. Love and bribe your kids. To do not bribe. Yeah, it was bribe. Them no, to do what bribe. you want. <laughs> no, but not bribe. Like, but really love your kids. Yeah, um, the way that they need to. So versus you doing this trial and error run with your children, you kind of have this tool in the back to say, okay, well, she pays much more attention to this, or he does this when I do this. So do it, please, please, please. And what I was going to say was, um, you don't even have to do it from a dating standpoint if you want to learn more about yourself which is why I originally took it because I took it way before I even started trying to date um I just took it just so I can know myself more so and the one for kids I just looked it up it's for kids 9 to 12 and it looks like it just gives two statements and they have to pick which one they would rather have so like the first one says give me a hug and the other one says you are terrific so which one would they rather rather have would they rather get the hug or would they rather you tell them that they're terrific yes it's time for the hot second so much stuff has been going on oh 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 all right so i i I can start with the presidential election uh within the last whoo so many weeks uh since last recording i'm not going to persuade you one way or the other that's not my job I need to do my own research, so you'll never hear me on here talking about it. I'm just doing a general briefing. So, in the Democrat side, a lot of candidates have dropped out the race. Um, so, at this current moment, we have Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden um, running now for Democrat. So, please do your research for each candidate. Don't do it off of popularity. Don't do it because he ran with Obama. He has the same beliefs as Obama. <laughs> like, no. Two different people, two different, two different things going on. So, and not to say that <laughs> even Bernie is the best candidate because when you do some of the math of how he wants to pay for health care but raise the minimum wage, that does not add up. So, so do just do your your math. Don't not your math. Your research. <laughs> do your research. Don't do it for popularity. Don't do it because you're friends. Like no, 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 no. Take Have the time. Yes, take the time. Do your research. Do your pros and your cons. Do what you can deal with, what you can't deal with. Um, and yeah, vote, 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 vote. And we're not register. we're not telling you guys to vote Democratic. Democratic. No. So if you're a Republican, I don't know who the Republican candidates are. So. Other than yeah, Donald. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he has the coronavirus now. Oh I, no, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't. He is. He's in quarantine. Because he was uh, in the same, um, yeah. you know. He's come across two people that had it yeah. within the last couple of days. So, yeah. Um, and then another thing. Make sure you participate. I know it's census time for, I think it's census, census time everywhere. Time. Yes. So, um, make sure you participate in that. Because I don't want to hear no complaining about, 
oh, our district doesn't have funding. Or the potholes. Right, because that's how they determine where the money goes. Mm -hmm. So participate in your census census if you want things to go to your school district or your neighborhood and your zip code and things like that. Otherwise, it's everything's going to be and the same. I understand, like, us as people, we want to remain this private lifestyle, but they're not really trying to get in your business. They're just trying to get a count of an actual population in a certain area or in the city or, hell, in the United States in general. So don't look at it as, why you want to know my income? These are things that they need to know so they can make demographics for future reference and to make things accessible for us. Y'all want that CCDF? Fill out that that census. That way we can you can be counted for and more money can be allocated there because that's one big thing. Everybody's always talking about some, we need CCDF and there's such a way and hold on CCDF. Well, everybody's not accounted for. So what do you expect? It's only there for the people that are accounted for. Be honest, be available, and be willing to. You can even out. complete it online now. So if you complete oh, really? it online, that mm-hmm. will stop people from knocking at your door. And if yeah, you, if you don't that. answer the door, they're going to come back another day. And they're going to come back another day. And they're going to come back another day until it's over with. But if you go ahead and go online and, you know, fill it out or mail in the paper or call the number and do it, mm-hmm. you won't be bothered. Do it. Do it for your country. All right. And what's next on our hot topic list? Um, so Mississippi, um, a judge ruled against the six-week abortion ban. So that is a huge thing because I do not feel like anyone, and, you know, everybody has their different view. If you're pro-life, more, you know, kudos to you, honey. Mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't feel like anybody should have it the right to tell anyone else what they can and can't do with their body. So um, that was struck down by a federal judge that the six-week heartbeat thing, not happening. Okay. Um, lynching has finally become a federal crime, which it should have been a federal crime a long fucking time ago. But, hey, it's 2020. New visions. <laughs> and now we're here. So lynching is uh, is a federal crime. It's sad that it has taken it this long to become a crime. Wait. But Wait. once again, this is America. Yeah. It's 2020. New visions. Yeah. Weeds legalized in certain places now. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure <laughs> there's still going to be some places that try it, but... Again. <laughs> but um, we will. We will. And then the last thing I have is Virginia and New Jersey have officially made it a, um, illegal to discriminate against hair, which is also something that is good, but it's sad because that never should have been an issue. And that just shows like the difference in the treatment of certain groups of people. And actually, when I when I'm talking about it, I said that. Like, kudos, hooray, like, I won't get judged for my hair, but who actually just runs around and say, oh, she didn't get the job because of her hair? Like, nobody, you know, verbally says races or mean things as to why they won't give a certain person a job. So, while it's put out there, thank you, it's still going to happen, I feel like. So, uh, okay. Just make up some other reasons. Yeah, okay. (laughs) And then, Jessica, anything? Um, I don't really think I have anything for, I've just been trying to, I mean, the big thing is like our entire city is pretty much shut down from the coronavirus. So 
um, schools and stuff like that are giving out meals between 11 and 1. They are just little sack things that you take home or whatever. Um, but it's important for our community at this point in time to just kind of um, come together because there are tons of, not to say that everybody needs this or anything like that, but there are tons of single parents out here that have to work in order to be able to provide. So, you know, I've seen tons of like crazy Facebook posts about like, oh, so now you're concerned about your kids and blah, 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 blah. And that, that's not necessarily the thing. Like being a single parent and, you know, having to figure out where the heck your kid is going to go for a whole additional week. Yes, many parents have already found out like what they're going to do for spring break, but this is a whole nother week that mm-hmm. they've added to it. An and, yeah, and even with that, the CDC has also stated that if your child goes to a school district that has been closed, do not send that child to a daycare. So where are you supposed to send your child to then? If they're not supposed to go to those daycares and they're not supposed to go to school, then where do they go? I personally called the daycare that my son um, used to attend to see like what I could do for him for next week. And she said, you know, Jessica, unfortunately, we can't take him this week because we have been told by, you know, the CDC not to accept school age children at this time. And so I asked her like what that looks like for spring break because I had already signed him up for spring break camp. And she's like, we can't take them for spring break either. So now I have to find three weeks worth of childcare. For somebody to charge you out the end. Right. And, you know, for people that don't have family and things like that, what do you do? Do you, do you can you take the work the time off work? Or what's that going to look like? So now everybody's at this scramble because not everybody can keep my kid every single day. My, my family has jobs and things that they do. So now I'm in the limbo of thinking, okay, do I go to work this day and not this day? Or how do I plan out my week to make it look productive and still have somebody to keep my kids? So um, just be aware that, you know, people may have more high stress levels at this point in time and people may be going through things that you don't know. And if you can be a blessing for somebody, just do it. And then those people that's dealing with um, anxiety in general about what's going mm-hmm. on because they're already um, functioning in stress. So mm-hmm. especially with the Amplified news and everything going on just just be mindful of other people cover mm-hmm. your mouth wash your hands those traditional things things stop, that you should stop. do on a regular <laughs> you're nasty that makes no sense why all the soap is gone from the store like did you never use soap before don't know no people are just amplified but okay. yeah. no they're just selling them on marketplace that just tells you how trash people are Ratchet. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's my little tidbit of information. Just plan out, be be mindful of others, and be healthy. Be smart, sanitize, and be careful. Don't treat little kids are running outside doing weird stuff because you know they're already on like the two that's across my. No, they're on bikes. Don't hit them. (laughs) Literally going past my living room window currently. And you've been looking at them too that whole time. Man, because they just keep looking at them. I keep looking at them. Y'all mama ain't made y'all a snack yet. Me and my cousin would have been had a snack by now. And she and your cousin. Leave them girls alone. <laughs> I was about to make a comment, but I'm just going to leave them alone. Thank you. I'm so glad you didn't. <laughs> make sure you follow us on Instagram at Hughes Podcast and go like our Facebook page. Um, it's just Hughes Podcast. And you can email us with any topic suggestions, comments, questions, concerns. Don't question me, question your mom. Oh, here she goes. <laughs> I mean, those questions could be topics. So right. You can email her mom. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, our email is hughes03 at gmail.com. We will respond. You can DM us on Instagram as well. Don't slide in the DMs. We well maybe. Somebody might be into it. I'm not. I'm actually not interested. Okay, well, well, don't slide in the DM. Um, but you can DM us your questions, comments, concerns, uh, suggestions for topics. And we are available on Apple, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Please subscribe. Leave a comment. Like. We appreciate. Woo! Woo! We're we finished. We will see you next time. One more episode in season one. Bop, bop, bop. See you next time. Well, see ya. Y'all will well, hear see you us. next. Yeah. yeah. Hear me next time. <laughs>